Yeah, hello listeners. Good evening, everyone. This welcome to another episode of the Chris and Josh podcast. So this is the Premier League preview edition. So today we'll be talking about the upcoming games from tomorrow morning. And I have my regular co-host on the show, Joshua. Joshua, how are you doing today? I'm fine, thank you. Nice to meet you guys again. Hope you had a great week. All right, cool, 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 Josh. So let's um, get into it. So today, for today's edition, we'll be starting with the games for tomorrow and like over the weekend. So let's quickly run through the fixtures for this coming week. Um, Let's talk about the Man U game. So the first game of the weekend will be Manchester United versus Brighton. So Josh, what's your prediction for this game? Any insights as to what to expect from the game? Well, I think it should be quite straightforward for Man U, like mm-hmm. in the sense that <laughs> I've been impressed with Brighton. Uh, so I did the way they played Chelsea and uh, yeah. they also beat Newcastle and I think they kept a clean sheet also. But I think I will pick Maya as a favourite because <laughs> they lost the opening game of the season. Okay. So now obviously pressure is on only the players and all. It's an away fixture, so it's still a bit tricky. But uh, overall, especially considering Maya's loss to Crystal Palace, I think I think they should win. It won't be that easy, but but they should keep it. Okay. Yeah. I totally, yeah. I totally agree with you on that. I, like you said, I have been. I've seen the game that Brighton played against. Um, that was Chelsea. The opening game for the weekend. I also saw the game at. Um, they played Newcastle. I've forgotten if it was a home game for Brighton or they played that way. But I think they won that game. Either two or three zero, if I'm right. So, I think Brighton. They've actually started playing better. Maybe from the end of last season to the beginning of this season. So I see that as a game that I remember, and the right back to has been very effective. I saw him yeah, against Liverpool. Lamptey, yeah, exactly. I saw him against Liverpool towards the end of last season. He was very good and he was like the man, best player in Brighton against Chelsea. So I expect it to be a tricky game, like you said, for Man U. I think Man U would win if they score early. So I think that would be very important. If they concede like first, then it's going to be tough. But I'll still tip Man U to win that game. Just I'll agree with you there. So any scoreline prediction for that game or just go for a Man U win? Uh, just the Man U win. Do you see him keeping a clean sheet in that game? Oh, uh, no, no, no. No clean no. sheet, okay. All right, so Man U to beat Brighton. Then the next, um, tomorrow we also have um, this 10 a.m. Um, Eastern Standard Time. Everton will be away at Crystal Palace. So Crystal Palace, they have, they currently have um, at the top of the table of second or so. I know they've won their two games already. They beat Man U last weekend. So how do you see Everton performing against Crystal Palace? What do you think? Mm, that's another difficult match, but I think I think Everton will win at the end. Uh, do you, do you, do you Palace, see how do you see how on your on your fantasy team? Yes, yes. So maybe that's why I'm inclined to pick an Everton. But again, I know Crystal Palace will be the end yeah. of the game with a lot of confidence, especially of beating Man U. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, Everton so are also confident. Like you said, Calvert Lewin, who got the hat trick, and um, Richarlison is on form, Hammers. So basically, overall, I think Everton have been playing well and yes. they are also confident. So I'm not sure. So I think if Man U could have uh, 
pressed effectively and taking and being more creative. I feel yeah. there were lapses in the Crystal Palace defense that day. So mm-hmm. I think with the power of um, Richarlison and Hammers, I think they should be able to open them up. And defense-wise, I also think Kozaha is a serious problem. It's a serious problem. So yeah. I can't rule out Crystal Palace getting a goal, but I think I think Everton should win. Okay, so you're going to find Everton win. So for me, just because it's an away game, and like you said, but I think both teams have started the season really well. So they both have like they both have the momentum and also like that motivation to go for the win. So I would I would stick to a draw, like a two-two draw. But I see everything considering that game. When you when you have Pickford in goal, I, I, I always think <laughs> that the opposing team has a chance to score at least a goal. So I see that I would go for a two-two draw for that game just because I, I don't see Everton winning their first three games, neither do I see Crystal Palace. So definitely, I just I will go for a draw, like two two draw for that game. But yeah, could go either way too. Then we also have the um, West Brom. Chelsea will be away at West Brom. Any, what, what do you think about that? Chelsea West Brom. Yeah. Chelsea, <laughs> Chelsea. I think that's true for West Brom. They've lost their. They've lost their first two games and yeah. um, they've also considered eight goals. Uh, so yeah. I I don't think I don't think they've sorted out their not even just the defense, the whole team coming yeah, up right. the, from the championship. But then again they are missing a Chelsea team who just of course lost Liverpool. Liverpool and will be eager to yeah, get points on board. And also again of course um, Lampard is Lampard and the players are under pressure. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, because of the investment and also they need to make a statement. So, and of course, um, losing or losing points to a newly promoted team, I don't yeah. think it will speak well. So, but overall, I think Chelsea should have some more yeah. firepower for them. So Chelsea, how much, how much um, impact do you think the game advanced? I think they, 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 they won during the week, um, during, in their Carabao Cup game. And they won convincing, convincingly. Was that a six nil game? I think it was six zero, right? Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. I think yeah. so. So, do you think that would help? Wise, their, yeah, so like because Harvard scored a hat trick. So, coming into this West Brom game, I'm guessing he will be like ready to like take on West Brom and score a couple of goals too. So, do you think that game really is going to help Chelsea going into like the game against well, West Brom? Well, the thing is, a win always helps a team. Right, overall so. um, and then so the advantage for people like Harvard and then maybe Chilwell and Thiago Silva is now they have more confidence okay, uh, okay for someone like Harvard now with the hat trick in terms of maybe to try things to try things be more expressive more aggressive yes, yes so I think it makes it more relaxed again we have to be cautious because um, Bansley are last in the in the championship <laughs> so uh, I don't right. think we can really use that to judge so I think uh, I think the nature of the game is also good for them. The fact that even West Brom just mm-hmm. also came from the championship. So I think from Bansley, it's a good game to move on to. So it's, mm-hmm. it's of course, still a premiership opponent, but not as strong as yes. the regular guys. Yes, I know. So I think it's it's important. Um, okay. I think it's important that they that they pick points here. Yeah. Do you fancy any Chelsea player for like your FPL team? Yeah. 
I think winner, winner or have well, I won't personally pick Harvard yet. <laughs> You're still not um, convinced. <laughs> uh, yes, I still feel he's, he needs to do some more work to enforce himself. Yeah, I know, but well, he might, he might, he might disappoint me. I know, but for now, if I had to go with someone, I think I would do Werner. Yeah, and then if um, Chiwell is back, I could mm-hmm. also risk that because yeah, Chiwell always has an assist in him. Yeah, um, I so, agree. Yeah. So yeah, so I could gamble that. Yeah. Okay. So. Oh, yeah, me too. I, I, I would, I, I feel because um, Timo Werner has not scored a Premier League goal yet, right? He's still looking for his first goal. Yes, so yes, I, yes. Obviously. I think this might be an opportunity for him to finally open his Premier League account and start scoring. Oh. I, I see him getting a couple of goals if Chelsea have to actually play well. Yeah, it's just that when I look at this game, sometimes I kind of think back to some games that Chelsea played last season that you kind of expected them to just like run over the opposing team and win. I don't know if like they, they end up playing like you come and you meet the game at like 78 minutes and you see Chelsea losing one and they're trying to get it goal. So I don't I just see flashes of that happening tomorrow but definitely they should be able to like get over West Brom easily. So right. the last game of the the last game for tomorrow will be um, Burnley at home to Southampton. Um, any thoughts on that game? Yes. <laughs> well, that's a difficult game for me to call. Yeah. Because um, Southampton have lost their first two games, mm-hmm. and um, of course, Burnley Burnley have just lost uh, one game. They played only one. One. So mm-hmm. I'm curious to see how things go. But with Southampton, my problem with them is I, I see what the coach is trying to do, like that whole German German press and all. But I don't think he has the players to, to do that. So that's why you see they always start well but towards the maybe second half or so they begin to concede city goals. So I think he has to either get those players or the, or he has to switch his style. Okay. Well this thing is is like trying to play um Jordan Clubs so Liverpool's football with championship players. Mm. I know so they always be guys if you look at the how they played in Tottenham they were actually pressing Tottenham and had a lot of chances, but yeah. Son was just able to pick them off easily just mm-hmm. by running behind and all. Yes, so I don't think I've got any. I think I'll call it a draw. Uh, I think okay. I'll call it a draw. Yeah, I absolutely have no, no, um, I have no th- and thoughts or insights to share for that. I, I just, what about Danny Ings? Like, I know he scored, I think he scored twice against Spurs last weekend, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so maybe he, he scores the goal in that game, but in terms of the score, do I, I see drawing it's over this game. Yeah, I would I would go for a draw too. I don't know what exactly to expect out of that game. Okay. So yeah, that will be the last game for tomorrow. We've we've gone through the games for Saturday, Brighton at home to mind you. And Crystal Palace at home to Everton. Chelsea travel away to West Brom and also Southampton will be playing Burnley a visit. So, so that will wrap up the game. So Saturday, then on Sunday we have um, Sheffield playing at home to Leeds United. Sheffield, they're very funny thing because have they gotten any points so far this season? I don't think so because they lost Aston Villa last weekend and the opening game for the season. Uh, I can't remember. Sheffield points wise. 
No, 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 they've not gotten the um, Wolves beat them 2-0. Okay, they lost to, yeah, yeah, today, yeah, I remember that. So, Chris Ryder will be trying to get his first points for the season, but he'll be up against, I think it's a, a good challenge in Marcelo Bielsa's Leeds United. So, what do you think? Well, that game, it's yeah. going to be a curious game. Because, so, so the problem, like I said uh, earlier, um, mm-hmm. The foundation of Sheffield's um, good performance last season was their defense. Yes. So you couldn't break them down easily. The structure was very good. The and of course, they also, had, uh, they also had um, Henderson uh, from Manu. Now, um, I don't, of course, you can't just, it's simplistic to just blame it on um, Henderson leaving. But of course, um, a new keeper has come in. But now, in their first two games, that defensive structure that they relied on so much is not there. Yeah. Because Sheffield were never really a potent attacking side. So, but so the defensive structure exactly. is not there now. And for you to have a poor defensive structure, and they are facing Leeds, who just want to attack. Mm-hmm. I know. So my my so why I think Leeds will win is this. Uh, Leeds are an all-out attack team, so they leave yes, a lot of gaps. In, 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 uh, they leave a lot yeah. of gaps at the back. Yes. But I don't think Sheffield has have have the players to take full advantage or, of that, right? Yes, to take full advantage of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, so if it was another team, I would have said, okay, and um, they can exploit the gaps in the defense. But um, as it stands now, yeah, they don't have the players to exploit um, the gaps that Leeds will leave. And um, from what I've seen of Leeds against Liverpool and then against Fulham, I think they have more than enough to to, to pick the three points. I guess, yeah. okay. Except if Chris Wilder has been able to sort out that defense structure. Yeah. But I think I'll go for a Leeds win. Okay, Leeds. Yeah, I think Wilder, like Chris Wilder, will be under not pressure per se, but there's this like first season. Um, like Ginger, that kind of people kind of attributed Leeds and Sheffield United to like, okay, so I think Chris Wilder is really trying to prove that, oh, Sheffield United is not just like that one season wonder that they're here to stay in the Premier League. So I, I see him being under like pressure to like see, like to try to turn things around real quick before, like if they lose to Leeds, that would be like the third game without a point and that would be like really serious and it's going to like things might just go downhill from there so I think he'll be under pressure to deliver tomorrow at least tomorrow's game because they are playing at home too so and like you said to Leeds they are a very attack minded side but they would just throw everything at Sheffield and try to get like goals from that game but I see this ending I'll, I'll go for a draw just because I feel Sheffield will be under a lot of pressure not to lead, not to lose that game to lead. So I, I, I don't, I'm not going to say it's going to be a scholarship draw. Definitely there'll be goals in this game, but I see Sheffield United putting, like pulling in that extra multi, like strength, like, okay, we are yet to stay. We have a point to prove. We're not just like a one season team that, oh, we had a good run last season. But yeah, and they've been pretty bad. Like since after the restart, I think Sheffield United have not really had a good, like, they've not had, like, yeah, a good run yeah, of games. Yeah. Their form has just been terrible, like, because before the restarts, they were actually in contention for Champions League position, maybe. <laughs> but they kind of just went down from there, like, since after the restart. But let's see if Chris Rada can put his boys together and, like, have a good game against Leeds. But I'll just go for a draw for that game, just because they have to. But if they don't, yeah, it's going to be a tough season from there. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, the last game on Sunday will be Spurs. They will be playing home to Newcastle. Oh. Yeah. Is that the last game on Sunday? Oh, sorry. We still have... Oh, we have, we have two games more. We have Man we City have and West. Okay, so, so okay, yeah. let's talk about Spurs. So, Spurs-Newcastle, uh, I think it will be a win for Spurs. It should mm. be a straightforward win for Spurs, right? Mm, maybe not straightforward, but... So, the issue... What, so, I feel the major thing Mourinho needs to sort out is... Um, in a couple of matches this season, they, con- they always concede first. Yeah. Then they turn it around. Mm-hmm. I think he's trying to get a screener from Inter, right? Yeah, 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 from Inter. Okay. So, but so I don't think you can always get away with that. If you look at um, their match against Southampton, they considered first. Mm-hmm. They were able to, of course, win. Same thing with the River League qualifier. So I think uh, Mourinho needs to quickly find a way to sort out the, would I say, the early the lack of awareness they have in, during the like when games just start and yeah. because those first 20 minutes they seem to be all over the place okay. before they get their act together because um, over time there will be matches when when you consider early goal you you really won't be able to get back exactly uh, into yeah. the game yes yeah, they've been able to get away with it because of the quality of opposition uh, and in all honesty I think uh Except Everton, which they lost, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Newcastle, after Everton, is the strongest opposition that they would have faced this season. Yes, so yeah. I don't. Yeah, so um, Newcastle is also a very well organized team. So I don't think they will be able to get away with um, giving away a cheap goal. And yeah. also, if they saw that out overall, you know, with Kane, Son, that's on form, and the new guys, I think, mm-hmm. I think it should be a strong. Yeah, yeah, they play at home, and I think Spurs they have enough to actually see up this game. Like you said, um, Kane, Harry Kane, it's on. It's had a very good game, providing about four assists again, and scoring a goal to against them. Um, Southampton last weekend, then Son caught four goals. Do you see either of them scoring? Who do you see scoring more this, this weekend? <laughs> yeah. No, I always see Harry Kane. Harry Kane, right? Like, yeah, do you have any he's, Spurs he's player in fantasy? Have you got any players? Well, <laughs> or do you, I have do you plan some. to bring in? Okay, you have some already. Have, yes, yes, I have some. I have some. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes, so I think I think I didn't want to get too much uh, sports players because they play Man, they play yeah. Manchester United next After, year. So, yes, okay. yeah, so um, I have good plans. Yeah. Yeah, so we we are uh, we we feel it's gonna be a comfortable win for Spurs against Newcastle at home. Then we have the Man City Leicester City game. That's very that's gonna be an interesting game to look forward to. What do you think, Man City Leicester City? Well, I think I, I have to go with Man City, but I think it would be a tough game um, because City. I wasn't. Too impressed with their overall performance, but again, of course, it's the first game of the season, yeah. and of course, it was Wolves. I know, but I think they also have a lot of issues with injury. Like now, we just had uh, Gabriel Jesus as um, as he's injured for three weeks, so he's going to uh, be out of the game. Tomorrow. Yeah, he's out for three weeks. Oh, okay. Three weeks. Uh-huh. Yeah, and they, they have a couple of players in quarantine. And um, uh, even Guardiola himself was saying he has just 13 fit players, like for hmm. the first team. So they have to bring in players from the youth. So it was like, so I think he's 
running a makeshift um, team. If you won't check, um, I, I think Laporte is back now, so um, the defense okay. should be more robust. Yes, but again, uh, Leicester is also a very well organized team. So my normal concern will be that uh, they don't have a pure striker with the fact that both Gabriel and Aguero now are out. Yeah, I know. So I think Leicester is one team where you need a focal point. But I feel with um, De Bruyne, Sterling, Mares, I think they should they should have enough to to win the game. They should. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I they play at home, and like you said, that's a that's 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 like a big boost for them playing at home. But I'm kind of concerned for Man City for this game just because of what you said. And if you see, the, if you remember the game against Wolves, I felt they had an excellent first half, but the second half was just poor. They were, I think, they were just barely managing to stay on in that game. And like Spurs, uh, sorry, Wolves, Wolverhampton Wolves, they actually had like they missed. I remember Prudence missing a very good opportunity and. Uh, I can't and before Jimenez finally scored. So it's kind of I'm kind of thinking about don't you think Leicester City have a chance in this game? Even if they don't win, maybe get a point just because you like what you mentioned, like the Man City squad looks thinner just because you don't have like a proper number nine and I see like Pep starting Sterling up front and maybe um I see him play similar to what he did, like using um, Rodri and Fernandinho like in to give them a more solid base in the midfield and just like KDB for uh, folding and maybe Mares gets to so, start. So 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 why so why I think um, um, City will win <laughs> is because so with Leicester uh, they also they they've been using a makeshift defense. Yes, this sure. season obviously because Pereira. Um, was out then Evans was also injured so if you look at their last um, two matches it was Indidi that started as centre-back yeah and it seems Indidi has been now Indidi is out for three months a long time yeah wow so so now what it means is they are short in centre-back and they've also um, lost in DJ, which is, which is a key but part of their midfield. Yeah. Mendy, Mendy has come in, but he's not. He he he's, he's not, not, he doesn't even come close. <coughs> Sorry, to do what yeah. indeed he does. So because of that, I think the, I think those gaps will, will be exploited by the Brian and Sterling. Okay, yeah. So. I totally agree with that. Let's see how that... I, I look forward to that game. I think it's going to be very interesting. It's on Sunday. That was going to be 11.30am kickoff here um, for standard Eastern time. And that would be 4.30pm um, Nigerian time for that game. So I think that would be a very nice game to look forward to. And the last game for Sunday will be Wolves playing away to West Ham. So David Moyes, West Ham will be hosting... Um, Nuno's Wolverhampton. How do you see that game going, Josh? Wolves. Yeah, Wolves. Wolves straight because um, so with West Ham, they also have they, they 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 have a couple of issues with COVID. So I think Moyes okay. now has contracted the virus, the virus so know. he's in quarantine. I think um, this guy too is Adiop, who okay. is um, yeah major centre back. Also, mm-hmm. also has it. So um, they've lost their manager, of course, and one key player. 
Yeah. I, I like their performance against Arsenal, to be honest. It was a tough game. And then you always have the risk of Antonio. Antonio, but, up front. Um, but watching Wolves against Man City, I was impressed. I was okay. very impressed. And of course, they've also strengthened with um, Semedo. I don't know if they'll start. Yeah, next to Semedo. Because that's very important because um, Adama can play up front now. Can right move front, I know. So, which yeah. is, so if you see see how much he was a threat to Man City, that's from wing back. Yeah. For this thing. So, so Wolves, Wolves. I think Wolves, right? Yeah, okay, I totally agree with that. I see Wolves getting it's gonna it's an away game, so it might not be so straightforward. But if they if they play very well, I see them getting the three points on that game. Then the that will be the last game for Sunday. Then on Monday we have two games. Fulham will be taking, will be hosting Aston Villa. Aston Villa had that that vital one one zero win at um against Sheffield. Do you have any predictions for that game? I think I'm, I'll still go with Aston Villa because yeah. Fulham, I think Fulham are still also naive in terms okay. of they want to be explosive, they want to come out and attack. Mm-hmm. And also, I think they'll pick them up. And going by the Aston Villa Sheffield game, I think Aston Villa, I, I like what I'm seeing in terms of um, the structure um, this season, even though like uh, it's also just the first game. So, are you with me? Yes, yes, I can hear you. So, it's also just the first game. And um, uh, with Grealish and Watkins, I was quite impressed. And of course, Martinez with the penalty save. Yeah. Um, So, I think all these things, for me, I think they will have too much for Fulham. But again, Fulham is playing at home. So, so I I think I'll have to go with a draw. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Okay, so the the last game of this um, game week three will be Liverpool hosting Arsenal. It's going to be very interesting. What do you think? <laughs> no, the Arsenal fan in me. <laughs> yeah, not just yeah. an Arsenal fan. So. But again, Liverpool at home. So the thing is. To be honest, I like so I I told a couple of friends. Um, I don't actually. It's, it's not it's just it goes beyond me being an Arsenal fan actually. So going by the last two games, yes. Um, um, so not just the last two games. So the last two games we've not lost to Liverpool, but beyond that, in terms of um, big matches, even against Man City, I know. Um, Ateta tends to set up a very compact um, style. For this yeah, thing, so games, yes, yes, yeah, so except so my only concern, so maybe it's because okay, now Liverpool have the likes of the Thiago, mm-hmm. I know this thing. So, if you even if you listen to Klopp yesterday, he was even saying, or today, so he was even saying that um, his problem with Arsenal structure is because that in like Arsenal attack with like the 3 4 3, but when they defend, they defend in a 5 4 1 format, yeah. which was why right, to check the community shield, the likes um, Salah didn't even have any space um, to run in and also. But again, I have to go with Liverpool um, okay. based on they are the current champions, and I you think can, Ateta Joshua, you can't Arsenal. even side it your team, <laughs> you don't have faith in your team. Uh, uh, no, I support. <laughs> 
No, I honestly think so. I'm being I'm being um, yeah. factual here. So yeah. basically, okay. at the end of the day, if we want to use some saying Liverpool based on stats, okay. at the end of the day, if we want to use that is the team that finished first playing against the team that finished eight. That's so yeah. yes, uh, so we can say a lot of things. I know yes, but aside that, honestly speaking, I really think Arsenal can surprise. Mm. Um, for this thing. so it, it's a, it's an important match to watch, to watch out for. Yeah, yeah, it's it's hard to bet against Liverpool just because they are so efficient, like and in almost every department from defense, like their goalkeeper is an outstanding goalkeeper, their defenders are standing so efficient. They have like very effective midfielders, and also they've added Thiago to that mix. They have like enough depth now for like creativity and the work rate and all. And they attack, like, think about having like Fadumani and Mosala, and also Femino, which is like ability to help link up like both um, players, like, and also help with transition when they play from the midfield to attack. So I just think they have a lot in that team, and they can be like. They, they they play for the whole 90 minutes. They are always like trying to get more goals or just trying to defend properly. They they had this switch off. That's one good thing about Liverpool. Like as against Man City, sometimes you play against Man City, they start very well, then later you start getting chances. They are just trying to hang on. With this Liverpool team, they just keep going for the whole 90 minutes. Think about money. Exactly. It's always like <laughs> Come like coming deep to get balls, running through with people. Salah always wants to score and add more goals. Like you just have that level of consistency. The, the problem with playing Liverpool is they don't, yeah. they don't, uh, they don't really beat around the bush. Exactly. Um, exactly. So once they get the ball, they are marching. So exactly. I think the way Ateta put it, Ateta said Liverpool they attack you in like weeks. Hmm. So that's right. So they don't really do a lot of passing at this. So as they are attacking you, if you collect the ball. They retrieve it quickly. They come again. So it's like wave after wave after wave. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So as part of this, would we like we are kind of going for Liverpool here to beat Arsenal? We are also going to just quickly drop a starting eleven of like Arsenal Liverpool to see which eleven players out of Arsenal Liverpool make a starting eleven. So we'll go with a for a standard for the formation. And for that, let's start with the goalkeeping position. So, who are you picking? Alison, Leno. I'll go for Alison. Alison, Alison. Okay, have Alison in goal. Then left back position. So that's between Robertson and Tierney. Who do you go for? Uh, well, I have to go. Well, I'll go for Tierney. You go for Tierney? Yes, I'll yeah. go for Tierney. Well, I'm, I'm going for. Team. I'll go for Robertson here. Okay. <laughs> so, I'll go for Tierney. Center back position. So Van Dyke against Enable. Who are you bringing from Arsenal? So for, for center back, I think I have to put both. I'll put do Van Dyke and Luis. David Luis? Uh, yes, I think he's better than Gomez or uh, Matip. Uh, I, I'll go oh, with Gomez. <laughs> Just because uh, I feel I feel David Luis plays better in if in if in if like three in it when you're using three center backs, the way those two center backs, like based on the four three information, I feel he's more vulnerable and susceptible to like mistakes or errors. So but, <laughs> but yeah, so you know so we'll just go Van Dyke here. 
You are going for Louis. Right back has to be trained, so. Yeah, there's no argument on that. Right back has to be trained. <laughs> then, midfielders. Do you see any Arsenal midfielders breaking the Liverpool midfield or just go Liverpool? So, now, because they brought in this Thiago boy. Yeah. No. So, my midfield will be Thiago, Fabinho. Mm-hmm. So I'm tempted to Thiago and Fabio are certain for me. So now I'm tempted to 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 put um, Ceballos because I really like Ceballos. I like the style of mm-hmm. I feel it's mm-hmm. unique. Um, but I think in terms of what Liverpool have done, I know I think yeah. I'll go with um, with Henderson. Henderson. I know for this year, so I to be all the Liverpool in midfield. But okay. when we get our party, don't worry. We'll That's <laughs> <laughs> interesting. Yeah. For now, I, I I totally agree with you. I'll go with an Oliver Pumphrey. I also want to like we also have to mention Jorginho Wijnaldum. I think he's really good, and I think yeah, he's he does that have both sides of the game. Like he can attack, and I think he can also like do a little bit of that like defensive job or just like pressing and all so I really like him a lot I think he's he's got a, he's got like both sides of the game to his game like reasonably well then the front three this is pretty straightforward it's gonna be Mane Abmayang and Salah any argument against that no finish you, yeah. you said it all <laughs> yeah, Mane, Ab- yeah I think that yeah okay so yeah, I, I really look forward to that game. It's going to be um, 3 p.m. Eastern time, as that will be 8 p.m. Nigerian time on Monday. That will be the last game for the week. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So, and so far, Arsenal has six points. They won their first two games. All about Liverpool. Have they? Yeah, they played two games. Six and they points. Won six points. So they, they so won against. Okay. It's a clash of title contenders. <laughs> Any place that's in that title contenders. That's one. Okay. So real quick, we'll quickly talk about the the fantasy Premier League. And um, do you have any suggestions on who you are thinking of bringing in, or who are you? Who would you advise people to get rid of if they have in their team, and who would you suggest for fantasy players to bring in ahead of this um, game week three? Well, uh, I'll advance get rid of Salah and Aubameyang. Okay. Uh, obviously, because Arsenal and Liverpool are facing each other off. And I think, so not because of Liverpool, because of Ateta, I think it will be a very compact game. Yeah. I know. So, um, most likely it's going to be more of a counter. So, I don't think, so the thing is, so I honestly don't think it will be a high scoring game. So, I advise you to take, take them off. In terms of people you should bring in, obviously, the likes of Calvert Lewin, um, that's strictly based on form. Um, he's on form now, and of course, the whole Everton team is doing well. Then you also have to look at Chelsea, too, obviously, the fact that they are playing West Brom. West Brom. So uh, you could yeah. explore um, Werner, um, Harvard in midfield, in defense, of course, Chiwell, and you still have his games. I'm not sure yet if the new keeper will start. Um, we'll have to see about that. I know then Tottenham too, of course, Harry Kane and Son. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yeah, so for me, so I think those guys, yes, for Man U, I'm skeptical about Man U players, honestly. For because, now. Um, 
Yeah, I didn't like him. So on against Crystal Palace, bro, all they said they are not fit yet. <laughs> like they didn't look, they didn't look, um, they, okay. I, they didn't look ready at all. Yeah. And also, I I don't know. Maybe um, now they will come out all guns blazing. Yeah. And know, but for if you, I think if you want to take a risk on Manu, it has mm-hmm. to be Bruno or Marshall. Yeah. I think those are the only two guys you can that I really want mm-hmm. to gamble currently. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just before you go ahead, with regards to my Utah Estes, I'm actually thinking more of like Bruno or Greenwood, just because I, in as much as yeah, definitely Marshall is the top man there. I kind of see Bruno as like a better finisher than anybody in Manu, definitely, and it's kind of someone that takes his chances. So if he gets like two chances in a game. Most likely, he might score one of them, or if he gets three, he's going to score one. And it's cheaper, though he's like, compared to last season, his price has really gone up. So I don't know, like, just because I just wanted to mention him there too. For some of our listeners who might be considering, okay, should I bring in Marshall or should I bring in um, Rashford? And I think Greenwood might also be. And he scored against, um, though it, it was a cup game against, who did we play in midweek game? I'm trying, okay, Luton. Yeah, that was against Luton. So he, he got the last goal for that game. I actually had an assist. So I think just because of the way we played against Crystal Palace, he didn't start that game. And when he came on, he kind of looked sharp, but the game was already gone by then. So I think against, uh, definitely against when we play tomorrow against Brighton, I think he's going to be starting for sure. And I think he's going to want to, like, he tries to take his chance as, as much like as like when he gets a chance he tries his, he always tries his best to finish that chance that's why I like him a lot so I think that is someone to consider too for Man U if you don't want to pay more for Marshall or, or Ashton oh, yeah. okay. okay interesting right. okay so any other suggestions who would be an ID candidate to captain for this weekend I think Harry Kane and um Hurricane, mm-hmm. Bruno, Bruno, yes, Hurricane yeah. Bruno. Oh, uh, Dominic Cavalloni. You see him coming up with like a brace. So. Captain, no, they are playing away. So they're playing away. Okay. Yes, yeah, so I don't really, you know, I told you that I always like to pick captains at home. So okay. Yes. So yeah. Okay. Nice. So. All right. So that kind of wraps it up for today's episode. Thanks a lot, Joshua, for coming on the show again. So it was really nice chatting with you this weekend. Nice, nice. All right, guys. So this is the end of today's show. Please feel free to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen and also share with your friends that are interested in getting like top level analysis on Premier League games and also news and transfers. We'll be on your regular podcast again next weekend. Have a nice evening and enjoy the weekend. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Don't know me.